0: Last time, our murder is no game. We learned that Susan Fleming had indeed been pushed from the roof. That was no suicide. Sebastian succumbed to some poisonous tea. Sue Beth confessed to being adjacent to several murders where people were poisoned. She also mentioned a certain catering company named Cardstock. We saw how many years ago, Galen and Henry took over prom and replaced Ellie Mae as prom queen with a reluctant Susan Fleming who ended up getting chicken refuse and run-up dumped all over her tiara-covered head by Ray Rawls. But why did Galen want to keep her niece Ellie May so far away from Wyatt? Could it be because of her unrequited love affair with his father? All became clear when Hetty revealed that she had found Wyatt's birth certificate, and Galen was his mother. Now, stay tuned for the exciting conclusion of Murder. Is no game. Brenda Gibbs, Tony Daniels, Sarah Matlow, Jacob Smith, Cheyenne Reynolds, Daniels, Carantino, Anna Midland, Courtney Fitzgerald, Karen Butler, Stephanie Tabisco, Nathan Williamson, Griffin Stanley, Tom Sheena, Michelle Blair, Omni Ostag, Donna Mabby, and Travis Young.
1: for backup, but none has arrived as of yet. Suspects are all contained, and that's all we know for now. Stay tuned.
2: Galen was my mother?
3: Oh my word. No wonder she didn't want us to like each other. Or, oh my god, kiss.
4: Ugh.
1: I thought you knew that, Wyatt. I thought that's why you didn't like her. I could have sworn that I didn't like
2: galen because she was a hateful woman who tried to control every situation oh my lord
5: i need a smoke
3: i'm so sorry wyatt i I think the sooner we can clear all this up
5: listen i can't let y'all just wander off
2: billy allen for god's sakes we were friends give me just a little bit of a break can you
3: i'll come to wyatt I i need to tell you why well of course she's going
5: You know what? We've all been cooped up in here on top of each other for hours. We've dealt with multiple deaths. I I get that y'all are stressed. Let's just take a ten-minute break. You can go anywhere except the roof.
6: And you trust them not to kill each other?
5: Wait. No one go anywhere alone. And be back in ten, understand?
7: All right, if you say so. It's
8: fine. Yes, Sergeant Mac. We'll be back. Fair enough.
1: Good. I need to point something out to you, Billy Allen. That wasn't the end of the events of the prom. After Galen had that outburst, there was damage. Vandalism. It was spiteful. Hurtful. We
5: all need a break, Henry. We can discuss it when everyone gets back.
6: Henry, real quick question. We were told yesterday by Haley Louise that you and Harrison had a disagreement.
1: Harrison and I rarely agree on anything. That doesn't seem unlikely. Uh,
6: this one would have been more intense.
1: Oh, when I was interviewing Haley Louise for her internship, you mean. <laughs> yes, he threatened me with bodily harm.
8: Well... Henry, I just came back to get my wallet for the vending machine, and I hear you talking about me. What's going on?
6: I was just wondering what you were so upset with Henry about.
8: Oh, well, other than that he conspired with my stepmother to kill my father and wanted to become my stepdaddy, there was the fact that these compromising pictures had come to light of me. And Henry, who was also my attorney, by the way, didn't tell me!
6: Uh, we were told it was because you had received a letter from- Oh,
8: that trash. Yes. Yes, I did. It wasn't from Henry, per se. It was sent to me care of Henry since I was on one of my business trips. Look. <sighs> I haven't been entirely truthful with y'all. I'm sorry. Let me tell you what happened. I suppose to get to the real bottom of things, so to speak. I need to tell y'all all about it. My daddy, my marriage, all of it.
6: We are all ears.
8: My family aren't from Great Falls originally. I was born here, but my dad actually came from a small town in South Georgia. He moved up when he was like, 22 or so.
6: Why Great Falls? My
8: daddy didn't like to be mm, On the grid too much. You see his business, which is now my business We do a lot of international deals and bigger cities just have more mm, red tape Anyway, mama died when I was born and Galen was desperate to be the wealthiest woman in Great Falls. That is, when she couldn't have the Lawrence boy that she wanted. Well, couldn't have him in the legal sense anyway. (laughs) I hated Galen. I guess that'll make it sound like I had motive, and I guess I did. But it's true. I always hated her. Since I got married when I was six. You know, you would have think she would have been like a mother to me, but no. She always made sure that everyone knew I wasn't biologically hers. My dad just started staying gone longer and longer. Henry, you were always around.
1: Always is a strong word.
8: Strong but true, Henry. We all know that you hated that you hadn't been rich enough to get Galen to marry you. It stung you deep.
9: Harrison, did you get lost? Oh, Sorry,
8: Uh, what are y'all talking about? I'm telling them the truth. Oh, all of it? That's the only kind. Oh. Uh, Since
5: you're here, why don't you stay? All right.
7: We're all back, nobody died.
5: Not funny, Sue Beth.
7: Oh my gosh, you're so tacky.
2: Thanks for letting me take that break, Billy Allen.
10: I think it was needed,
3: Wyatt.
11: Harrison, you look so serious. Is everything all right? Are
6: you guys talking about that dinner? How Galen almost made you cry? Galen almost made Harrison cry? I, I, I don't remember that. She
8: gave me something. <sighs> she was not nice. She was never nice.
11: Ugh, that woman! She was not a good person!
1: You know, uh, since we are all back uh, safe and sound, I mean, uh, why don't we pause this little conversation and let's... Uh, yes, I think it's time. Uh, let's talk about the dinner.
6: I think that's actually a good idea, Henry. You're not off the hook yet, Harrison. We will come back to you.
5: Well, uh Miss Crumquat, you were the guest of honor. Why don't you tell us about the dinner?
6: First, let me start by saying that Galen and I were childhood friends. I had seen her on and off through the years. The most recent time was on our honeymoon with you, Lawton, at the Clearwater Beach Hotel. I was there researching for my next book. It was all about deep sea fishing murders. I caught a charter boat captain who had a penchant for killing his wives. He was on number five when I stalked him and married to two at the same time. Oh, my word.
9: I remember that. He was quite a dashing
1: gentleman. Uh, Adeline, I do have a law office and other interests to maintain. Uh, Can we please continue?
6: Of course, all that being said, I have been shocked and and quite frankly appalled at the person that y'all have shown her to be. I was a little taken aback at how she behaved that night, too.
12: Thank you all so much for attending this special dinner in my favorite place, the Magnolia Club. This dinner is important and exciting. I have a special guest here. You know her as Cécile Delacroix, but I know her as Adeline Cromquart, one of the most brilliant women of our time.
13: Yes, oh, Ooh, so yeah, Wow, okay.
12: amazing. Ooh. On your plates, is a name card. I hope y'all are all sitting by the correct name. That's important. Now, if y'all will pick up your card and turn it over, it will say why you're invited and what your role will be. So, for example, Adeline, can you read
6: yours? Oh, my pleasure, Miss Adeline Crumquat. You are the Guest of Honor and the Master Mystery Unraveler. You'll use your incredible brain to find the truth. Perfect.
12: Now y'all can all turn over your cards and see what tonight has in store for
6: you. Sergeant. Did you collect those cards from the crime scene?
5: Yes, they're in the evidence room.
6: Would you get them, please?
5: Absolutely. Uh, I'll be right back.
6: We are going to read these place cards out loud, and then y'all can tell me what they mean to you.
11: Galen was always playing little head games.
7: Well, I for one have cleared the air and my conscience, and I feel a whole lot better. So y'all should be brave and do it too. Yes, you're a regular Joan of Arc, Sue Beth. Oh no, I don't like her haircut. I would
6: never cut my hair that short. <laughs> uh, here we are. You want to do the honest sergeant?
5: Uh, sure. Let's see. Henry Greenford, partner in law and crime.
1: Well, I have nothing to hide. I assume Galen just meant that I am was her right-hand man so it was a play on words since i am an attorney
6: keep going sergeant we will come back to henry i'm sure Uh,
5: should i should i read those of the deceased
6: i I think we should read them all
5: sebastian st vincent the dark horse sending packages for treasure well that one's easy
14: and shouldn't be hard for anyone.
3: You're right, Ray. Why, I don't like this game. I don't get it.
14: Send in packages. Mail.
1: Dark is another word for black, blackmail. Sebastian was ever an entrepreneur. So who was he blackmailing?
5: Fine. Y'all can choose to stay silent. It's all coming out. The whole truth, all of it. The silence can't last long this time.
6: Hey y'all, what happened at the hospital? Are are you? How?
15: Are you all right? Oh, I'm fine, really. I only had a sip or two. They made me take activated charcoal, so I'm still a little nauseous, but I'm alive. I'm here.
5: Welcome back. Uh, Have a seat. We are talking about the dinner and the unusual name cards. So, Henry was Galen's partner in crime, which he claims is a metaphor. Which is a metaphor. And Sebastian was a blackmailer. Whether to Galen or others remains to be seen. Now, who is next in my bag of tricks? Uh, Ah, Estella. Estella Bell. The early bird gets the worm. The letters that spell Earl are in all capitals
6: yes
11: yes it made sense to me i just didn't know that she knew galen i mean
6: knew what (sighs)
11: okay i will lay out my cards on the table it's time earl it's alive he's been paying me for years to spy on galen what
7: did
11: heaven's
10: name oh
11: Oh, my
7: god really oh
13: oh my god
1: Girl, he's alive, but that's not possible.
13: What? Since
8: when?
11: Since before, oh, uh, uh, let me explain. I was in New York finishing up my graduate degree when-
8: You have a graduate degree? You never told me. You
11: never asked. Anyway, I was in a diner across from the bus depot one afternoon when I saw this man outside on the street. He was stumbling around. He looked like he was in distress. So, I ran outside as I saw him collapse. I cradled his head in my lap and yelled for them to call 911. For some reason, I couldn't just let him go alone. I followed the ambulance to the hospital. I wanted to see what would happen. I noticed that there was another woman in the waiting area. She had been on the same street where he had collapsed. She looked as though she was trying to blend in, like she didn't want to draw attention to herself. I wouldn't have noticed her, except she kept writing things down with this scratchy little pencil. Anytime anyone would say anything, scratch, 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 it was very annoying. Anyway, they told me that the man had been poisoned. They had pumped his stomach. He had asked to see me since I was the one who saved him. So, that was my daddy, but... Who poisoned him? Wanted me to read it to you if ever my cover was blown.
8: Cover? What does that mean?
11: Yes, cover, Harrison. Anyway, I said I'll tell my whole truth. So, here's a letter from your father. I'll read it to you. Dear Harrison, I'm sorry, son, that I've stayed away from you so long. I know you're doing a fine job in the business, and I appreciate that. I'm
1: sorry too for the deception. I know it is probably confusing and hurtful to you. Estella is a good and kind woman. I have a feeling that she's not your type, though I could be wrong. She saved my life in New York, and has been my eyes and ears in Great Falls for the years since. I could never come back. Galen is not a good woman, she was the one who poisoned me, she and that toady of hers. Well now, I don't think we need to read any more of this right here, it feels like prying.
11: Prying? Is that why you call finally being exposed for the murderer you are, Henry Greenfort? It was you who killed my
8: daddy! But wait, my daddy's alive. Who did he kill?
11: Galen and Henry here decided that they were going to have Earl OD. They injected him with morphine, but made it look like he was a junkie with adder needle marks. Then, they put him on a bus heading for Canada. Unfortunately for them, they didn't take into account the fact that Earl has quite a high tolerance for drugs of all kinds. So, he woke up and staggered off the bus in New York. Right across from where I was drinking my coffee in the diner, and promptly had a heart attack. If I hadn't helped him, the plan would have succeeded.
1: <laughs> this all seems a bit far fetched to me. <laughs>
11: I have another statement signed by him that identifies you and Galen as the people that poisoned him. It's all very official, and everything.
9: Wait, wait, I'm so confused. Why didn't Earl just
8: come back here? And why did he let Galen get even
9: some of
5: his money? I I can probably answer that. It's a little-known fact, but Earl was wanted in connection to a large smuggling ring. He was the ringleader of a huge influx of that that new drug that everybody likes out in Hollywood. Cocaine? Uh, That's the one, Haley Louise. If he comes back to this state... He'll be arrested. Matter of fact, now that we know he was in New York, uh, I'll have to make some phone calls. Uh, mm, uh, mm, uh, Just to be
8: clear, crystal clear, uh, though I've had some scrapes with the law, uh, Miss Crumquat here helped me through her connections with the Miami Police Department a few years ago over a tiny little misunderstanding uh, with some of our imported goods.
6: Glad to help.
8: Glad to be helped. (laughs) But yes, I've always operated in the legitimate side of daddy's business. Estella, did you only marry me because my daddy paid you to?
11: Of course not. I also thought you were a snappy dresser and a lot of fun. I still do like you, Harrison. You're just wearing a good husband. Oh,
8: that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Estella. Can we stop torturing each other and maybe be friends at least? If you play your cards right.
11: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the woman who was in the waiting room, don't you want to know
16: who she was? Always writing. But
3: it couldn't be.
16: Yes, yes it was. Susan Fleming! That's
7: crazy. I mean, Susan was an undercover reporter for the New York Times, but NYC is a big place. Don't she end up in the same place as you, Estella?
11: She was following me.
7: Why would she be following you?
11: I have been dating a Kennedy. But he was, like, linked to the mob or something, so I had dubbed him. <laughs> Reporters were always
8: following me. You were dating a Kennedy? You never told me that. You never asked, right, Estella?
11: Right. <laughs> anyway... Once she heard the last name, she stuck very close to that waiting room. She had gotten to see him right after me.
16: Ma'am, hi there. You are just in Earl Bell's room?
1: Yes.
16: Well, I'm Susan Fleming with the New York Times. Can I ask how you know Mr. Earl?
11: I just help him when he collapsed on the street. I don't know him.
16: Well, y'all certainly talked a while in there. Can I ask what he said? I'm sorry, I I
11: don't know you. This is very strange.
16: Look, let me level with you. I'm from Earl's hometown of Mississippi. They all think he's dead. I've been trying to find out more about him through my sources up here, and he just told me some shocking things. You're going to be going down to Great Falls? He told you? He's known me my whole life. We're practically family. Well...
11: He's going to pay me to get close to his family. I have a PhD in psychology and I would like to be able to stay here for a while. I will keep him informed as well as writing a research paper on dysfunction in the American South.
8: It seems like a win-win to me. You never told me you have a PhD? YOU You NEVER ASKED!
16: asked. Did he tell you about his daughter? No. Well, never mind that now. Listen, don't you say anything about this to anyone. If I play my cards right, we will both be in Great Falls before too long. And I can finally leave my mark there. Didn't you say you were reported with the times? Surely that's enough for you. Who cares what people in Mississippi think? I'll never be a big fish at the times. I just want people to know me, to know my name, to remember me for something other than... Never mind. Just make sure you don't say anything to anyone. You can
11: trust me, Kareme. I'm being paid for my secrecy after all.
16: Good. Well, until we meet again...
1: I should point out that I didn't kill anyone. I just facilitated the attempt, but I was bullied and coerced.
15: How did Susan get back here? Didn't did she tell you about Earl?
1: I got a call one day. Henry Greenfold, Esquire.
4: Henry, how are you? It's
1: Susan. Susan. Lemon. Uh.
4: Remember the replacement prom queen?
1: Oh, yes, the chicken shit. That was so unfortunate. Uh, how are you? I'm
4: fine. Listen, I'll cut to the chase. I'm an undercover reporter at the New York Times. Mm. And I've made a discovery which oddly relates to Great Falls, and to Earl Bell specifically.
1: What about Earl? Uh, You know he passed quite tragically. Well, we assume he passed. He's been missing for... uh, Well, uh, what was the news? I've located his daughter. Earl has a daughter? Yes. She's living in South Georgia with his kinfolk. I thought Galen
4: would like
1: to know. Why did you call me? Wait, is this Galen's child?
4: And that's where it gets interesting. So it's Earl's child, but with another great Falls VIP. And I'll be happy to keep this between us. But I do have a little request. I hear you
1: own the Gazette? Galen must not know this information, Susan. It would hurt her too much, as she's been through an awful lot, you know.
4: Oh, I know. You can make sure I don't say anything, Mr. Greenford. I'm sure... As editor, I won't have time to
1: anyway. So, to help protect my friend Galen, as I always have, I fired our existing editor and invited Susan back into the fold.
3: But who was the mother of the baby? Wouldn't
7: be a baby anymore. Would be a young adult. Can't y'all guess?
15: It's me. Well, Well, I'm right, aren't I?
1: You are correct, Haley Louise.
10: What in heaven's name? That's incredible. Oh, my.
1: Yes. Yes, you're right. I was being squeezed between the proverbial rock and the hard place. I had tried to keep this piece of information off Galen's radar all these years. She'd been through so much, after all. All those accusations. And Susan made her life hail.
3: Henry, those accusations were spot on. Y'all tried to kill the man.
14: What an old po-faced hypocrite you are, Henry Greenford. I always told you, Ellie
1: May. Oh, us humans with our feet of clay. It's so tragic. Anyway, I of course knew who the mother was. She came to see me right before her husband passed. <music>
13: Henry for seeing me on such short notice. I mean, I've just been run ragged with poor Leroy, taken so sick and all. Uh,
1: Of course, Pity, is it to do with Leroy's will?
13: Oh, oh, I don't want to think about having to look at that thing. It's all happening too soon for me, too, too soon. It's actually for my will. I need to add something. Well, someone, actually. I see. I did a bad thing. It was a long time ago. But I... I betrayed my beautiful and kind Leroy. And now he's sick. Oh, God will punish me. He surely will.
1: Go on, Miss Pity. I'm listening.
13: It's Earl... He was so mysterious with all his travels and exciting finds, I mean. We started having lunch after church. And then lunch became dinners whenever he was in town. And then dinners became, oh, oh Lord, forgive me. There's a child, Henry, a child, Earl's and mine. My kids don't know. Leroy didn't know. It happened so long ago. My mother was sick and she was at a specialist in Georgia. I just told them I had to be with her. I was. I did spend time with her. But I also gave birth to a baby. A girl. Earl said he'd take care of her. He always had more discretion with his finances and And I didn't want Leroy to know My awful mistake My terrible sin He is a good man, Henry The best I just feel so terrible
1: Now, no need to beat yourself up, Pity I am the picture of discretion
13: I need to put her in my will I want to know her Or at least see her Even if she can never know who I am to her. Once Leroy is gone, I mean. If you can find her, I don't have much money, but I would give you most of what I had just to know my daughter. She shouldn't be punished because I am a scarlet woman. No, no, she shouldn't. My
1: kind heart cannot stand to see a woman cry. So I had to do what Miss Pity asked of me, which is how I came to bring you to Great Falls, Haley Louise.
15: I wish I'd known sooner. I, I figured some of this out, but I honestly thought Galen was my mama, not Miss Pity. Is it weird that I feel so sad, like like I've lost someone twice?
9: You poor kid. Oh, honey, but Pity got her wish though. She got to see what a smart young lady you are i know she was proud of you
15: that's true thank thank you mr lawton so did my parents not die in a car accident
1: no earl probably just made that part up he was a powerful man could make that illusion very real i suppose he still is very powerful i mean
15: what does Haley louise's card from dinner say i haven't memorized it makes sense now. It said, Haley Louise, stay a step away from me. And "and step was in all capitals. Because you are,
11: well, were her stepdaughter. <laughs>
8: Clever. And now I understand the letter that you forwarded to me, Henry. The anonymous one. It was about my daddy and Estella.
7: You got a letter, too? Two? You mean you got one, too, Beth? I did. I already told Billy Allen and Miss Krumquat. I burned it, though.
8: That letter writer sure was busy. But in a weird sort of conf- confluence of events, well, I guess that letter sort of changed everything for me. What did it say? Oh, I don't have the memory of Haley Louise, but it said something like, Your secret is out, and you will be too. But ask your ex-wife while she's staying close. There's bigger fish than you lying around, or words to that effect.
9: Uh, Harrison, are you sure you wanna... Oh,
5: never mind.
6: Why, Lawton? What's your concern? Surely you never did anything to betray Galen.
5: Uh, let's see what Lawton's card says. Lawton Simmons. Loyal, but not to me. Lover of the High Life. Oh,
8: crap. So my anonymous letter was partially about my daddy not being dead and partially about some compromising pictures that had been sent to Estella and another person in order to embarrass me and yes, blackmail was involved too.
9: It all started back one sultry summer night in Biloxi.
16: You gamble-lotin'?
9: Yeah, only from time to time, Ellie Mae. I
14: wish I'd known. Could have used some company.
10: Well, I could've told you that, Ellie Mae. Luckily, he's pretty good at it, so Galen didn't always catch on. Unlike you, Ray.
9: Well, thank you. I've had quite a bit of practice over the years. <laughs> well, anyway, this night was a typical summer night in Mississippi. Mosquitoes were biting and the air. It was positively swampy. I was younger, too. I just started courting Galen. She was a wonderful intellectual partner. We had good times together.
8: But sometimes you need something a little more stimulating than a crossword puzzle if you catch my adrift. It seemed that night at least that Lawton and I were on the hunt for similar entertainment. And we sure found it. We sure did. Together. You what?
7: Oh my god. <laughs> Look.
8: I fell head over heels for a stay when I met her. She was so exotic and beautiful and fiery, muy caliente. And I loved the way her hair smelled, but I'd always found myself wanting something more. I had moved to Great Falls as I
9: had actually been a professional poker player in Las Vegas, and I just got tired of the fast lane. and needed a break. Galen was the first person I met. I saw her as a bridge to a steady and calm life. Harrison and I are a lot more alike than it would first seem. And people always forget. I'm a lot closer in age to him
8: than I was to Galen. We always did have great chemistry. It would have been fine if Sebastian...
9: If Sebastian hadn't been out looking for his own entertainment that sultry summer night, too.
4: Martin,
8: I had no idea you liked to dance like this. And to the Pet Shop Boys. I love that British music. Such wonderful beats. So alive.
9: (laughs) Yeah, I don't get to dance like that much anymore.
8: Not like we just did
9: anyway. (laughs) Like I said, back in Vegas I was out almost every night. (laughs) Luckily, things are calmer in Great Falls. Keeps me out of trouble.
8: <laughs> I mean, I like a little trouble now and again. Doth my eyes deceive me?
17: Harrison and Lawton, my, my, my. What are y'all doing all the way over here in Biloxi? And in the Purple Parrot, too. You could knock me down with a feather.
8: Oh! Lawton and I just ran into each other, and we both needed to just, you know, cut loose for a while. You know, I've just been running ragged with Estella and the divorce.
9: Oh,
17: that just sounds awful. Well, is that what the kids are calling it these days? Cutting loose? Y'all were certainly cutting something on that dance floor over there.
8: Listen here, Sebastian. I know we haven't always seen eye to eye, but let's just keep this between us, huh? I mean, you wouldn't want the rest of Great Falls to know you were in a place like the Purple Parrot either, right?
17: (laughs) I mean, purple is my favorite color. Y'all know my dream car is a purple LeBaron. And I don't think your wives, who I'm friends with and advise on all matters of style, would care particularly where I dance. Not like they would about you two, I mean. You know, the men that they're romantically entangled with, that is.
8: Sebastian. I can make it worth your while, Sebastian. To keep this quiet, I mean.
17: Let's just have a good time tonight. We can chat more later. I'm sure I'll think of something y'all can help me with. Have a fun time together, gentlemen.
9: then he disappeared back into the crowd. We didn't know that he had a camera with him too.
11: Those pictures. They made my blood boil. But my divorce way easier.
8: I thought Sebastian was bluffing about sending those pictures to you and Lawton. I had already given him, well, lots of things.
6: Like what?
8: Like that purple monstrosity he drives. I got a note about a month later saying that he was thinking of something purple, and it was written on a cocktail napkin from the Purple Parrot. I immediately called him, and he said, Well,
17: you know, Harrison... I've always had my heart set on a certain purple car over there in Jackson, but I'm just a couple of thousand dollars short. If you could help me out with that, well, uh, my memory is already very fuzzy on that night. and I could forget altogether.
9: I got some calls like that, too. He wanted to trace his family roots in Paris.
10: He's from Texas.
9: (laughs) He
6: said Paris is Paris.
10: All right, all right.
6: Sebastian was messing with me, too. About the catering company, Anne? Is
5: everything about event planning with you, Adeline? Let's read your card. Anne Stockard. What's in a name? Reverse it and it's as sweet as sweet tea can be.
7: Stockard. Stockard. Cardstock. Cardstock catering! It was your company that was at all those places where I was, when people were killed, I mean.
6: Let's just say that Sue Beth has, circumstantial, though the evidence may be, been around her fair share of poisoning deaths. Only two,
7: before the most recent two, I mean.
10: Uh, Oh. I was a chef on a cruise ship There were a lot of deaths. I was accused of poison. They could never get enough evidence to convict me, though. Too many other cooks in the kitchen. But I lost my job. And it didn't help that it became a best-selling novel, either. I thought for sure I was the intriguing person who was the reason for your visit, Miss Crumquat.
6: It was such a good story. And no... I had no clue you were here. Wait, how did Sebastian know about you? Well, I always
10: got the feeling that Sebastian wasn't working alone. I started getting pictures of different locations where cardstock had been, along with the newspaper clippings about the murders. Then I got an anonymous letter right before you came, Miss Cromquot. Let's see. Oh, here it is. Judgment is coming. Poison pens and poison meals. She wrote the book on both. Watch out. Miss Crumquat, do you think that the
3: same person who wrote the letters is the one who hired you?
6: It's all so confusing, Hetty. But I suppose it's possible. Yes, that's certainly possible. And two questions. How did you up in great falls what was your name before you changed it
10: oh i had ken here my real name is leona carmichael pity was my aunt by marriage
7: oh my god, that just
10: sound
6: awesome. it oh, my god. oh my god really oh um, Miss Pitty seems to have had her fingers in almost as many pies as you, Henry.
1: I would hardly say that was true.
6: I have a question though. Ray, you told me yesterday that there had been pictures of Galen sent? Pictures with Wyatt's father?
9: Galen was devastated. Such awful pictures. But Ray, how did you know?
14: Bartenders hear a lot more than their customers realize.
5: Uh, I should interject here uh, that Ray's card simply says, Ray Rawls.
14: I wasn't surprised that Galen wanted me dead. (laughs) Even in a game.
7: Hey, that's what Matt said too. Wow. Well, aren't y'all basically just Romeo and Juliet here?
8: Look,
2: uh, can we just talk about the dinner? We've rehashed so much of the past and I know, Henry, that y'all think it's how we tie the knots to the future.
5: But we all have lives, and I want to get back to mine. Sure. Uh, let's read your card, Wyatt. Wyatt Lawrence the Third, Little boy lost in the flames. Well, I don't know what that means.
14: I'd say it's about that fire you do not have and set. It all seems to come down to that, don't it? All of this, I mean...
6: I need to go to the
3: restroom. I don't feel well.
6: Let me get you a glass of water, Hetty. Then you sit tight. This will all be over soon.
8: Galen was talking about the fire. At the dinner, I mean.
12: Well, y'all are probably wondering why I've brought you all here specifically. And what in the world is going to happen to make this a murder mystery?
17: I do think that the tablecloths really help with the theme. Susan Fleming, stop staring at me every time I talk.
16: Just listening, Sebastian, like I always do.
17: This sauce
2: on this chicken tastes like a murder mystery.
7: <laughs> oh, why? you're so funny.
12: Anne gave the chef her best recipe. And Anne has cooked for far more discerning palates than yours, haven't she?
10: You? Oh, Galen, I don't want to brag.
13: <coughs> oh, excuse me, something went down the wrong pipe.
12: <coughs> oh, I thought you were going to add something insightful there, Pity. I should have known better.
13: Oh, Galen, pride is such a sin. I do hope you realize that sometime soon.
17: Oh, it sure is. Some people need to be taught that lesson, Miss Pity. They surely do.
13: Sebastian,
11: Mm. stop acting like you know everything. Ridiculo.
16: He does know quite
3: a bit, Estella. Coño, nobody cares, Susan. Miss Galen, you were saying why you invited us?
12: Yes, Hedy. Thank you for getting us back on track, as always. I've always admired your single track mind. Makes you very driven, doesn't it? I still remember prom and what happened after we crowned... I
16: feel sick. Let's not talk about it.
12: Can you get to the point? Some
2: of us do have other things we need to do this evening.
12: Ah, yes, Wyatt. I'm sure you do. You always did have so many irons in the fire.
13: Galen, let that boy alone, do you hear me? What are you playing at? I don't even think I should be here. Lord knows my heart is fluttering.
17: Oh, you'll be fine, Miss
12: Pity. It's just a game, right, Galen? But of course it is. What else could it be?
14: This is a fun night.
12: I'm sure it's going to get more exciting. I need to excuse
13: myself. I have to go to the restroom. The tea goes straight through me, I swear. I'll come with you, Pity. I have the same issue.
12: Fine. Where was I? Oh, yes. I invited you all here because I thought it would be entertaining for my dear friend, Adeline, to see all of you in your natural habitats. Well, maybe a country club isn't quite a natural place for some...
14: Oh, shut it, Galen. I wouldn't want to be in any club you're a member of anyway.
12: Well, I think it's safe to say that there's no danger of that.
6: It was obvious that Galen waited for the ladies to return. Then she continued on with her spiel. The tension was high. I couldn't understand it then.
12: Now, two of you have slightly different cards than the rest of us. At some point during the night, you'll be handed a small crystal skull by the murderer and you will be dead. Then Adeline will solve the mystery.
14: Do the dead get to leave?
12: Oh no, you'll just be silent. But until that point, I thought it would be fun to just reminisce about some of our finer points in history spend time getting to know our truest selves.
17: I, for one, feel like I already know many of you. The good,
15: the bad, the ugly. Well, I am interested in everything I can learn.
10: Oh, I bet Susan has taught you all about how to learn as much as possible.
15: Oh, it
16: wasn't hard. She has a natural gift. Oh, I can see
13: she's a smart young lady.
1: I think we all know each other fairly well already.
14: I don't know about you, old Henry. You've got a lot of secrets
2: there. It's almost nine already. Can't we just get going?
7: What? Do you want to go and get ice cream later with me?
3: I think Hattie and I were... Yes, I'm sorry, Sue Beth. We were... We just have to chat about something. I guess I'm just not interesting enough. Not according to my card, anyway.
9: Oh, I'm sure these cards are just a... Funny little game, like, like the murder. Right, hon? Galen? What's wrong? Oh my lord, Galen! She's choking! But we couldn't help her. She went so fast. Powerful poison.
5: Now, I want y'all to know that we've already gone through the movements of everyone on that night, and Any of you could have dropped the deadly dose in her tea.
2: Who carries poison around with them anyway?
6: I think this was a spur-of-the-moment crime. Luckily for y'all, Galen was highly allergic to aspartame, which is contained in just about every artificial sweetener. And I believe most of y'all knew that. Oh, we sure did. Y'all remember
7: at Christmas Eve service at First Baptist? She had some coffee and someone had put like a tiny bit of sweetener in it. Ooh, it was scary.
5: And Sebastian was killed with common Drano. So, improvised again. Someone is fighting to protect a secret. Or perhaps a secret for someone else.
14: So, what next? Are we finally going to talk about the fire?
5: No.
2: Look, if it'll help us figure this all out, then I guess so. Wyatt. It'll make me feel better in the end, Hetty. Oh, all right. So, here goes. I feel like I need to hold my hand up and promise to tell the truth, the whole truth.
14: We will see if your mouth even lets you shape an honest word, rich boy. I already told him I know you were in town the night of the fire.
2: I saw you getting that gasoline so don't play games. You got me, Ray. Hey, maybe you should be doing Miss Crumquat's job for her since you're obviously missing your calling as a great detective.
3: Wyatt.
2: Sorry. I'm just on edge. All right, here goes. I had been at Ole Miss for a semester. I'd been having a good time. I still wasn't really over Hetty, and I still felt real weird about everything that happened with Galen on prom night. Her freaking out, I mean. and Poor Susan. Susan and I had had a big issue my junior year. She'd come to me with some awful gossip about Hetty, and I just about bitten her head off.
3: What gossip? What did she say?
2: I honestly don't think it matters now. Let me get through this story. Anyway, I still felt horrible about the chicken crap thing. Poor girl didn't have many friends. It was just tough. But I try to put it all behind me away at school. And then I started getting these manila envelopes with pictures in them. Pictures of my dad and Galen. They were old and grainy, but I knew what they were showing. I got three or four of them, and the last one had a message on the back. It just said, come home this weekend. The truth will set you free. Tell no one you're coming. I didn't really want to come home. I would sort of had it in my head to stay away until Thanksgiving. My mom and my siblings had been to visit, but the curiosity got the better of me. I headed out that Friday night. Stopped at the gas station to pick up some gas. I also got extra so I could maybe take the boat out. My daddy never kept it guest up. That's probably when you saw me, Ray, and created that entire story. Oh, sure, the boat, whatever. When I drove around the corner of the road leading up to our place, I could see smoke everywhere. It was thick and heavy.
5: I floored my foot onto that gas pedal. So, you're saying the house was already on fire when you arrived?
2: Right. And I saw her standing there, looking like a deranged demon hair was singed at the ends and her face was covered with grime and soot. The house was falling around her.
6: Don't tell.
2: It was Galen. Galen, what in the world is going on? Galen, answer me. Move them. Let me through. Why don't you help? D- did you... Did you set this
12: fire? Why? Did you send me those pictures? What pictures? What are you talking about?
1: Galen, I came as soon as I could when I got your message. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Oh, mercy. What happened here, darling?
12: I, I, I don't know. I got here to see why i you, I mean. But I can't find him. I, I can't. I I, I couldn't get all the way in. I'm sure he was the only one here. He wouldn't want his wife to... That's... But
1: you told me that was done, over with. Does Earl know? But I told you.
12: I got pictures, awful, terrible pictures, of me and Wyatt Sr.
2: Wait. Uh, When did you
1: get them?
12: Most recently this week with a message
1: to To be be here here this weekend. weekend well the police will be here soon we have got to go
2: wait henry she set that fire my daddy is in there you can't just cover this up
1: i didn't see anything you could have set this just as easily as her. If you say a word about seeing her here, I won't think twice to say that you did this because you were brokenhearted that your daddy would cheat on your mama. Plenty of motive. Come on, Galen.
2: And he just put his arm around her put her in the back of his Lincoln Town car. As they pulled away, I saw her looking back at me, her hair and eyes all wild. Then I heard the sirens. I, I panicked. I just hightailed tailed it out of there as fast as I could. But I left that gasoline can. As I was leaving, I saw something shiny on the ground. It was a little gold brooch shaped like a blackbird. I don't know why, but I always held on to it. Matter of fact, it just went missing the night of that dinner. I'd always kept it in my pocket.
7: Ew. Why would you keep a weird brooch you found on the floor? That's a weird what
2: I don't know. I just, it felt like it was important. I know that sounds weird.
6: Henry Greenford, you have a lot to answer for. You've muddled the waters around you for too long. As for you, Wyatt, well, Sue Beth, killers often take mementos with them from the scenes of their crimes.
1: Yes, I was trying to do the right thing to help the poor disturbed lad. It was obvious to me that Wyatt killed his father, Poor Galen has obviously just been set in a trap. I believe that Wyatt has been on the run from the truth for all these years, and Galen's little game spooked him. I'm sure he killed her. He probably killed Pity, too. She was a Lawrence, after all. Poor little bird of a lady. She wouldn't stand a chance against a big, strapping man like Wyatt. And Susan Fleming, well, we know she's brought up the prom night would have only taken a quick shove. As for Sebastian, I bet he knew about your being in town that night. He did.
14: He and I had talked about that night of the fire a lot. He was very interested
4: in it.
6: Henry, for once, we agree. Sergeant, I think we've found our killer. Want to read him his rights? Once that backup gets here, they're going to be busy with oh, this. No. You've got the
5: right and to remain no, silent. Why? was
6: what? Wait, no,
3: this isn't right. This isn't right.
2: Hetty, if they think I did this, it's going to be what it's going to be. No.
3: Wyatt Lords the Third. no, this isn't how it's going to be. I didn't sacrifice all my hard work and career to come back here for you, only to have you throw it away. You always care too much about others and not yourself. Why, Hetty? What do you mean? Wyatt just rolls over. He always has. You know he didn't see any of that insurance money? From the fire, I mean. Not a sniff of it. You never... You know he never held Henry's feet to the fire. I would have done something about it then, but I didn't know. I was in Boston. And then, one weekend, I ran into Missy Carmichael, Pity's daughter when I was on a trip to NYC, and she told me about the fire. She told me that her family had gotten most of the money. And she said how noble Wyatt had been. And she also shared with me the rumors that he may have set the fire. Well, I immediately thought, not my Wyatt. He would never. You know, I thought with all my education that I could outgrow you. That I could move away and it would all be fine. Sure, I dated other guys, almost got engaged once, but I only ever had one true love, the one that got away. That was you, Wyatt. My family is very average, Miss Crumquat. Nice people, ordinary people, not mythic aristocracy like the Lawrences. And Wyatt was always like that to me mystical yet within reach somehow like he could make me magical too anyway I started getting the gazette I scanned the engagement announcements each week with bated breath just waiting for the day that my soul would be crushed then one day I saw that old Miss Nellie who had run the library for years had passed on so I wrote to Henry Greenford and said I wanted to come home So I did. Henry, as always, had some strings attached. I had to jump through some hoops with him to get some grant money for the library, which you witnessed, Haley Louise. But all in all, I was home. I was close to Wyatt.
2: Why didn't you reach out to me sooner?
3: Because you're perfect. And I wanted it to be perfect and, and us to be perfect. And when we saw each other again, all those old feelings were there. I could tell. But why you you had so many enemies. They were all around you, like vultures. Galen's behavior at prom had always shook me to my core. What was wrong with her? Why was she so awful? I started doing a little research. That's a bonus to my job. All the information about this town right at my fingertips, in my control. I found the birth certificate. Wyatt's birth certificate, I mean, the day of the dinner. I was terrified someone would find it, as I said. What I didn't tell you was that someone did. Petty and I had gone to the bathroom and were washing our hands. She was such a funny little bird of a lady, I always thought. She was complaining about Galen.
13: Galen needs to stop. I know the truth about that night. She thinks she knows everything. People underestimate me. That's how always I can get things done. They underestimate me. That's always how I can get things done. They underestimate me. And I have always known more than Miss Galen Jumped Up Bail Simmons. Yes, indeed I have. She's a selfish person, Hetty. Those kinds of people only ever see what they see. Not really what happened. I know. Hetty, this fell out of Wyatt's pocket. Why would he have kept it all these years? Why? Look at it. It still even burned a little.
3: She showed me this weird little, I guess it used to be a good brooch, but now it was blackened and bent. And...
2: But that's my little blackbird from the fire. Where did she get it?
3: I asked her the same thing. She answered.
13: Why, over there in the hallway, he was just walking and it clattered to the floor. That boy had him. He's troubled, he needs someone to look out for him. Maybe it's you, but you have a look. I don't know, I could just be an old fussy lady, but look, I'm worried about tonight. Galen may find out the truth. It wouldn't be good for Wyatt. No, no, we wouldn't, Lord knows. Tell the truth and shame the devil. We all need to hear that. And with that, she was gone.
3: I ran out after her so fast that I left my purse just sitting wide open on the sink, and the birth certificate was right there.
15: And when she walked in, she caught me, kind of red-handed.
3: She was holding it up to the light. Haley Louise, were you snooping through my purse? I didn't even know you were in here. Give me that.
15: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to see anything, really.
3: Don't say a word about it to anyone. It could be life or death
15: she frightened me she grabbed my arm so tight i still have a bruise and her eyes oh it's it's my fault poor sebastian is dead oh it's all my fault what do you mean i'm the one who handed him the tea but you didn't pour it, ellie mae i switched cups with sebastian mine was the one that she poured and i was scared i i didn't know what she would do you do you mean hetty yes hetty She kept looking at me like she wanted me to die. Every time I spoke or wrote anything, I saw her pour out that tea. I saw her knock something over and sort of, sort of grab at something when she was cleaning it up. I didn't trust it. That's also why I didn't drink mine. Why would I try to poison anyone? Sebastian told us. He said it's about love, it's all about love. You'll do anything to protect Wyatt. Anything at all. You're desperate for him. You killed all of them, all of them. What? What is that? What has she got? Hetty. What is she
10: gonna? Is she gonna kill herself? Hey, Hetty, what do? What, what, what oh. is that?
5: to do? do do it. Please, please not do Stop it! Please, please
1: don't do no! Put that down. I'll
5: have to shoot. It's too
3: late now, Billy. I did carry poison around with me, Harrison. How about that? But it's just for me. I went to that dinner intended to kill Galen. I didn't mean for anything else to happen, though. I swear. Why? I love you more than anything. T- don't let them hurt you. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry for all of it. I, I love you.
5: Sounds like the backup is finally here. Everyone, sit tight.
6: Well, that was just about the most intense couple of days I've ever spent. I can't believe you even wanted to say yes again
3: after all that. I'm just letting y'all know right now that Ray and I will not be serving any sweet tea today or possibly ever again. <laughs> I'm so
7: glad you could join us, Sergeant Mack.
5: Well now, Sue Beth, I, I'm off duty today, so please call me Billy Allen.
9: Sue Beth? Did you and the sergeant arrive here together today?
5: Why, as a matter of fact, we did, Lawton. I was <laughs> I was drawn to Miss Sue Beth during our time together at the station last week and we've uh, we've since seen quite a bit of each other.
7: I was cleared of all that suspicion. After Anne said she'd been at all those places, they're not sure that she did it, but they're not sure she didn't either.
3: Well, I'm glad you and Billy Allen can get together. Maybe we could even go on a double date sometime. Huh, Ray?
14: I reckon that might be a good time.
3: And you guys,
11: I almost finished my book. This past week's events will move it from the textbook column to the trailer for sure. Oh, and don't worry. I changed all of your names so no one would know it's us.
8: But am I ever going to see my dad again? I still have so many questions.
11: Maybe, you know, now that things are cleared up, maybe we could take a trip and see him. He's
16: still too scared to come back here though. All of those law issues, you know.
3: I have one for you, Harrison. You said Galen gave you something that wasn't nice.
16: What was it?
8: Oh, Galen, it was so typical. She handed me a tiny little picture of her and my dad but his face was all scratched out and she'd written missing from my heart. And then the year they got married.
9: Well, that just seems so mean-spirited.
8: Hey, y'all. Hey, Hey,
2: y'all. Are you? hey are there, you? rich boy. Just came from visiting Hetty in the hospital. She's going to be all right. All right enough to stand trial anyway.
17: I still
2: can't believe it.
14: Miss Adeline. I have to ask, did y'all know that it was Hetty? Is that why y'all went after Wyatt so hard? It seemed out of character.
2: I just can't believe it. I always thought she was the most gentle person ever.
6: Well, she was to you, Wyatt. And yes, Ray. I had read all of Haley Louise's notes. Thank you for those, Haley Louise. Including her concern about the bathroom and the tea. She also made one small mistake. Hetty let her fingerprint get on the anonymous letter she placed by Susan Fleming's body.
5: And I knew from experience that Hetty will snap if she feels she or someone she loves is being cornered. I always forget that y'all dated. But Susan Fleming
2: had told me about how Hetty cut up your favorite jersey when you broke up with her. How you were a bit afraid of her. But I just blamed Susan and called her a lot. I wish I could tell her I was sorry. But why did Hetty kill all those people?
6: Well, she had planned to kill Galen because Galen was playing games with people. And was obviously a danger to Wyatt. Pity, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Susan, do you want to answer that, Haley Louise?
15: Susan was obsessed with getting revenge on everyone. She was the one that wrote all the letters. Hetty was one of the first to get one. And Wyatt, I know you did too. Susan and Sebastian was sort of a one-two punch. He'd find out things and then she'd get the evidence. He did it for profit, she did it
2: for spite. Poor girl.
14: I'm sorry I blamed you for all those things all these years, Why?
6: Sometimes those people that are least noticed feel the most. Y'all remember that. It may help you down the line. As for Sebastian, I still don't know whether that was intended for him or for Haley Louise. It's so sad.
5: I knew Hetty wasn't who everyone thought she was, emotionally. I mean, besides my own experiences, there was prom night. Y'all weren't there when she was dancing with me. I got an earful about Galen and how she was trying to destroy her and Wyatt. She also did significant damage to Galen's car that night. I caught her red-handed.
8: Oh my lord, I remember that.
5: Someone keyed her car. Yeah, it said hateful b I I caught her before she could finish. She attacked me with the keys in a flurry.
7: Oh my word! how would anyone attack you
6: you're so sweet and strong that information coupled with what haley louise shared convinced me at the time i didn't have the hard proof from that finger
5: that just came in a couple of days ago
6: she was an opportunist it was easy to drop that sweetener in galen's tea it was easy for her as a woman to follow pity into the restroom a second time and Susan was just a quick shove, and we already talked about the tea. It was a long shot, but the answer to Sergeant Mac here, I figured if we could corner her, it might work. And thanks to good old Henry. He's resigned from all his endeavors.
15: I have a new boss at the Gazette now, right, Harrison?
8: Well, I figured it would be good to have a stateside family business. Right, (laughs) sis? I'm
15: so glad. I know they probably can't convict Henry unless Earl, I I mean Dad, comes back to testify, but I'm glad he's gone. He really was like a creepy old spider.
9: Oh, and Ray's gonna learn how to deal cards from me Vegas style, (laughs) so he won't lose all his money every time he goes to Biloxi. I appreciate
8: it. We both do. Say, Miss Crumquot, who do you think it was that hired you? I still don't know.
6: It was Pity. Pity? She was the emotional equivalent of Henry with all her involvements, don't forget. And thanks to something Hetty said, I figured it out. What? What, tell me again where you found that little bird brooch?
2: By my family house,
6: Is it burned. Remember that Galen said she didn't set the fire.
2: Well, sure, but, but she said that as she was covered in soot. <laughs>
8: Wait, she said she got a litter too. Now, Lawton and I always thought that old Pity sent them.
9: Yes, and she always hated Galen.
6: And y'all were right. Remember, Galen was never accepted by the Lawrences. Miss Pity was a Lawrence. She hated that her brother would lower himself to have an affair with someone as de classe as Galen. But she was just a preacher's wife. Yes, and that comes with all the honor, if not the cash. Pity caused that fire. She wanted Galen to be implicated. Wyatt, she wanted you to think Galen did it. And she figured that Henry would help Galen hush it up and threaten to blame you, so you wouldn't testify. It all worked out fine, except for one thing.
5: The brooch. Bingo. She never knew you had it until you dropped it the night of the dinner. Hetty didn't know what truth she was telling, but I have a feeling Galen did.
6: I think Galen couldn't decide whether she thought Wyatt or Petty was guilty, but she was adamant to flush them out. Everyone kept comparing her to a little bird, and she was, flittering from person to person, planting ideas. Like ants from under a rock. That's what Susan Fleming said the people here were. Well, it's all sad to me, really. But humans are the same the world over. Love and money causes all the problems. Money? What money? Oh, stupid me. Hetty pointed out that Wyatt didn't get the insurance money. It went to Miss Pitty. She'd persuaded your dad to change his will so she could be a caretaker until you were more responsible. I
2: just...
14: I don't understand. Love and money. Well, I just want to say that I'm glad we've made it out the other side. Together. And I hope that all of us from here on out only experience love and money that we can all celebrate.
8: No more secrets. No more games. Shoot, I'll drink to that. How about a toast, y'all? Here's to it.
9: No more games. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
4: Cheers. 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 Cheers.